as you all know, I love reading articles and I share articles in all of our groups literally every single day. And today, I came across an article that was so powerful that I am going to take my time and read it on this podcast and put it in our groups because this is something that we really do need to talk about, that we need to discuss. And I've seen it even in my own life. So let's go ahead and get started. The name of this article is When Generational Trauma Leads to Self-Oppression. And as you can see, it's written by Louis J. Mason. He opens his article first with a very powerful quote that caught my attention, which is the reason why I read the entire article. And it's from Joel Depton, creator of Mirrored Love. And it says... When we liberate ourselves, we liberate others as well because we break the bonds, the chains that keep us tied to relationships based in domination. So how are we going to break the chain if we ignore that it's even there? Now, this is a very powerful statement, and it reminded me of how just a few short years ago, every time people of color would try to get on TV and talk about the oppression, uh, the mistreatment. They were always told to shut up. They were told you're calling a race card, all this crazy stuff, and no one seemed to care at all about what people of color were going through. Now, all of a sudden, in the past couple of years, you know, with Black Lives Matter and different things going on, now is in the opposite direction. But for a very long time, that's just the way things were. So when you were a person of color, you couldn't talk about it, shut up, be quiet, and get back in your place. That was pretty much how we lived in the United States. So let's keep going. And it says, I heard the term trauma, quote unquote, for the first time as a graduate student at the university at Buffalo School of Social Work. According to the program's department, we would assume that everyone had experienced trauma at some point in their lives, regardless of the severity. I myself am a childhood trauma survivor, or CTS, and like many other CTSs, I navigated the world and the environments I entered on autopilot. My ability to achieve a college education, see my name in numerous publications, and remain alive despite some of the decisions I now deemed an example of untreated mental and emotional trauma spoke of my determination to persevere. I carried that torch during my days as a street activist, a public speaker, And on to my own radio show, The Bonfire Talks, on which I discuss white supremacy and its venom passionately. So this is a brother here who wasn't just sitting on the sidelines. He would be quote-unquote conscious. Yet, he was still dealing with a lot of emotional issues. And this is exactly what I'm seeing in the conscious community. Now, when you think about certain people, like if I come across somebody who's a devoted Christian, someone who is booty-shaking, butt-popping, wearing purple and yellow weed, dating anybody who comes along, whether it's male, female, black, white, don't care. Those types of people, I already expect a very low consciousness out of them. I don't expect a whole lot out of those people. I actually am very shocked and amazed if they listen to anything I have to say. 
But when I come across somebody like this brother, I expect them to be up to a certain level of consciousness. And that's just not the case. So as we continue to read, he's going to explain to you why. So many people who are supposed to be quote-unquote conscious, dreadlocks, eating vegan foods, wearing dashikis, are not conscious at all. It's because they're dealing with a lot of emotional trauma that they have never gotten over. So let's get back to the article. While friends saw an intellectual freedom fighter advocating for justice and peace to those who were othered, my subconscious mind screamed out the muted struggling of my inner child. The memories of my own childhood struggled to seize my attention, practically waving their hands in front of my eyes. Yet I steered clear because the consequences of even peeking around the corner of my traumatic past was something that would interfere with the political legacy I called myself endeavoring to build. So again, he was somebody who a lot of people look up to. I discovered through hardship, much of it self-inflicted, that is not how life works for a CTS with unaddressed pain. The undercurrent of rage and depression earned from an abuse history I did not ask for. This suspicion, yet another perpetrator scheme to assault me, normally stood in the way of my ambitions. There were times when my complex post-traumatic stress disorder, or CPTSD, symptoms were so severe, I feared leaving my house. And years of relying upon coping mechanisms with the potential to kill me only complicated matters. So he was probably taking meds. He was probably doing a lot of things in order to cope with all of this negative energy that he was dealing with. You know, and like he said, all this bad history. Like we've been warning y'all about watching these slave movies. 12 years a slave. Harriet Tubman on a $20 bill. All this stuff is bringing nothing but psychosis into your subconscious mind. Let's just keep going. It wasn't until I allowed myself to receive support. I discovered why I felt so disjointed. I was subconsciously reenacting the trauma I experienced as a child. The raw emotions I suppress always emerged through my interactions with Others. Now, right now, the big debate that's going on is that, of course, the, a lot of your Republican Europeans do not want them to teach about the critical race theory. A dad in Maine is fighting back after his opposition to the school district teaching critical race theory nearly got him banned from attending his own twin daughter's graduation saying, I want to get this back to the school because there are a lot of parents yeah, in Cumberland, sure. the town where you live right now in Maine, who you told me previously really fear the cancel culture. They don't speak up, but they're they're depending and supporting you for doing it. Why? Yeah, I mean, um, I, this sounds weird, but I feel like I'm the tip of the sword. Um, there's a lot of people behind me and I've had you know a number of uh, business leaders and, and people across the towns really pull me aside and say, hey, Sean, I believe in what you're doing. I just can't say anything because the cancel culture is so strong here. And really the woke mob, uh, the trolls, um, they go after everybody. And so, so uh, I got pushed and I pushed back. So you, you go to the school board, the superintendent via email, you said, because you couldn't get anybody to, to actually meet with you. And you tell them what about the 
curriculum in the school district that you want changed? Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing is, um, and I can't speak for Martin Luther King Jr., but I think he'd be extremely ashamed of what this administration is doing. Uh, they're teaching young kids as young as kindergarten to essentially hate their white skin, and it's the oppressor versus oppressor argument. And frankly, uh, I was brought up as the content of your character is the biggest piece. It doesn't matter what the color of your skin is. And the reason why is because it's going to unveil a lot of nasty things that happen worldwide at the hands of Caucasians. And for so long in school, the Caucasian children were taught that they were better than everybody else, they were smarter than everybody else, they were the only ones who did pretty much anything, and all these other races were just sucking up air and space. So by putting this into the school system, it's going to make people look at them differently as well as themselves, and it's going to heal a lot of this trauma that this young man is talking about. Because believe it or not, going to these schools that are based on white supremacy, especially when you're black or you're a person of color, oh my goodness, that stuff is psychological torture. Watching and seeing all these terrible images of slaves and masters and overseers, and they literally have just demoted black history to nothing but struggle. We've told you guys this before. So let's keep going. He says, indescribable trauma stories. Living within my subconscious mind convinced me everyone was a potential threat to my safety and the best alternative was voluntary separation from the communities of which I was a part. Now, what are they doing right now? They keep getting in black people's heads that the police is killing black men. So here to get to the point where black men are afraid to go outside. They don't want to ride in a car. I remember one day I was talking to one of my cousins. The police pulls her over. Girl, don't get off the phone. Don't get off the phone. The police behind me. I see the blue lights. She's panicking. So all of this is stress. This is just subconscious mind manipulation. Okay? So between that and the self-loathing, it became obvious. I was acting as my own oppressor. And as I continue my own healing journey, I'm learning for me to live as my authentic self with complete abandon. I must dismantle and eliminate from my subconscious mind the stories written by generational and historical trauma. Now we told y'all many of these history stories are lies. They're not true. Even though YouTube basically forced us off the platform because we were trying to teach people about Tulsa, Oklahoma and all that stuff years ago. Now it's all coming to fruition. Those of you who are Golden Race members, paying members, we know what's really going on. Those of you who are not, you're just thinking that times have changed. But there's a divine influence here and the reason why all this stuff is coming out today. So in fact, Many CTSs are to individually address their internalized, generational, and historical trauma to end their self-oppression. And why are queer people so mean to each other? Kai Chang Thong explains constant exposure to trauma has an impact on the brain and the nervous system eventually resulting in survivors perceiving almost everything and everyone as a potential threat. While the brain and nervous systems respond accordingly to our environment, the subconscious mind collects our unspoken thoughts, desires, and personal history, 
driving our actions and reactions to our experiences. CTSs often unknowingly turn to the subconscious to determine whether the environment and its people pose a threat to their well-being. Okay, so that's how the mind works. We've been telling you guys this forever. As children, we heavily depend upon family members and other entrusted authority figures, such as your school teachers, your pastors, your politicians to provide guidance on how to survive in the world while remaining connected to our divinity. In dysfunctional environments, however, these very authority figures often violated our boundaries with stories they designed to diminish our sense of security and self-worth. That's exactly what I was saying about white supremacy. So if your teachers only taught you white supremacy, they have devalued you. They have decreased your self-worth if you're a person of color. And they gave you a lack of security. CTSs are likely to view their negative perception as the truth, which can transform the abusive adult into our oppressor. We eventually replace them with ourselves. And I see this all the time. I remember when we were on YouTube, and I would go through some of the comments, and I know people would say, don't read the comments, <laughs> but I would read the comments, and first I would try to interact with people. And next thing I know, we're getting insulted. We got people trying to go and tell our viewers that not to listen to us, don't watch us, we don't know what we're talking about. And these people were black people. Even though we were trying to spread positive information about our own people, the main majority of the people who were oppressing us were other people who looked like us. They start flagging our videos. They would download videos, put them on their channels, all types of crazy stuff. So he is exactly right. We even had some at the time join the paid groups because I had the memberships of like $2.99, $5 a month. So all these trolls popped up and they began to try to insult us publicly and say all types of terrible things, trying to get people to drop their memberships. That's what happens when you're dealing with people who have all types of mental illness. And unfortunately, our community is full of mental illness. Let's keep going. This unfortunate assault on our subconscious occurred because many times our perpetrator also struggled with unaddressed historical and generational trauma. And the reason why the trauma exists can be due to white supremacy. White supremacy is a form of psychological terrorism that implants irrational fears into the subconscious mind of our BIPOC ancestors. Now I'm gonna assume that's black, indigenous, and people of color. While oppressors employed it to establish dominance over them, forcing the latter to anticipate retaliation over the slightest thought of rebellion, white oppressors utilized their resources to eliminate our ancestors' personhood by separating them from long-established cultural norms and rituals. Amen. I remember when we first came out and we had the Eye of Ra, oh my goodness, some Hebrew Israelites popped up, we are the devil. Christians popped up, we are the devil. So basically, anything 
that had to do with our ancestors was all demonized. And they taught these people that Egypt was evil, that Kemet was evil, Nubia was evil. All the rituals we did was evil. You're not supposed to do astrology. You're not supposed to do numerology. You're not supposed to learn herbalism. That's witchcraft. And it was just a nightmare, again, dealing with some of our people. Despite the acts of rebellion of some of our BIPOC ancestors, many of our people also internalized the message. The entire demographic is not only flawed, but inferior to whites. Now, we got to talk about this because this is so true until it's just scary. Assign our own businesses. We already told y'all that. We don't like working for other people. We want to be empowered, self-empowered. So long story short, when we would hire people, especially our own people, they were the ones who gave us the most headaches. They were the ones who was deliberately doing things they shouldn't have done. We actually had black people insult us, calling us stupid, your stupid black business. We had one lady we hired, she would not stop wearing her uniform from a white-owned business while she worked for us. So they have been programmed that there's something wrong with us, that there's better at the white company. Somehow we're always cheating them, and we're always doing something wrong. This is the types of stereotypes that we've had to deal with even in the conscious community. We don't know what we're talking about. You always comparing us to somebody else. They're not wanting to support because they know that we are black. And instead of buying a course from us, they'll run to the white people and get the course. Okay? So we need healing. This caused many of our ancestors to pass down to us descendants, generational and historical trauma, forms of oppression, involving the near erasure of our connection to our own inner power and divinity. Again, I can attest to that. When we would try to tell people about gods and goddesses and tapping into your divinity, oh no, you're supposed to be doing that. There's only one God, that God in the sky. All this crazy stuff. I've had relatives come to me telling me, I don't think the white man is the devil, but yo, you don't think he's the devil, but we're the devil because we're doing ancient practices, okay? So again, they can't even see themselves in a divine light. We just did an activity with our paid groups where we told everybody in the group to submit a headshot. I even wrote about it. I did a podcast about it. Half the people participated. And as you can see, I'm sure you've seen the video clips. We're doing some short stories on TikTok and some other things. But the spirit told me this morning and said, don't take that personally. When people don't participate, when you do activities and they don't want to participate it's because they have internal trauma, they can't see themselves being in a position of power. Many people can't see themselves of being beautiful, being wealthy, of being in a position of power as a king or queen. So they don't participate. So what you have to do is just don't worry about those who are unwilling to get the information you're giving out. Focus on those who want the healing. Focus on those who want to participate. They're the ones who are going to get the blessing. That's the way it works. Without a vision, 
the people perish. Your oppressors have programmed you to see yourself as nothing and nobody. And we've been telling you guys this forever. And many of you who think that you're conscious, you are not conscious. We had two people cross our path. This was a few years ago. Both of them told us they were conscious. They were eating at Whole Foods. They were doing all this stuff. We said, okay, well, let's offer them a job. So we offered them a job to work for us. They came up with every excuse of why they couldn't work for us, but they were both employed by white businesses. So that lets you know again that white supremacy has taken over their consciousness. And even though they think that they're conscious, they're not. So let's keep going. White people were also gravely affected by white supremacy as evidence to how they psychologically terrorize themselves and whites who choose to reject their oppressive culture. Individually, many white people benefiting from the status quo use false evidence to convince themselves their culture and its norms were constantly under siege. This group then targets white accomplices striving to deconstruct and eradicate the supremacist culture by ostracizing them from the white community. Now, I just saw an article the other day, Fox News again, always got something on there that's kind of iffy. So they're all getting upset, getting mad with black people. The news anchor says, black people are trying to steal the country from whites. All this crazy stuff because they want to begin to teach about Tulsa, Oklahoma in school. Because they want to teach the black child that he was more than just a slave. Because they want to teach people of color that they had a history outside of white history. All of a sudden now, it's black people stealing the country. That's crazy. Every race should be given the opportunity to learn their own culture and their own history. No one should be forced to only learn about another person's history, which is what has been going on here now for over a hundred years since the Ku Klux Klan stole the nation. So let's keep going. The fear of their perceived unworthiness without power and perfection can prevent many white people from examining their contribution to the psychological terrorism that birthed the historical and generational trauma many of us struggle with today. They instead begin oppressing themselves, then each other, while influencing BIPOCs to do the very same thing. That's exactly what happens. When somebody white stands up, they say what we're doing is wrong. We shouldn't be doing this. We're all God's children. Oh, he's just an end lover. He's a sellout. And then they go and they employ some black person who hates themselves to get up and say all these silly things. Like they got that Candace Owens is the new one. It used to be Stacey Dash. Now they got Candace Owens and she's up saying something ridiculous again. The last comment I heard from her, it's okay for white people to play the role of Barack Obama and Michelle Obama. And it's, it's sad that something so simple is so impactful because it should be like one plus one equals two, right? Like kids don't see color. We used to all know that. That is not okay. That is white supremacy. That is what they did historically in your history books. They took every story of greatness that were really black or brown people 
and they whitewashed them and they put white people in the role. So the white children thought they were superior to everybody else. And it caused nothing but problems historically. So no, that's not okay. I don't care how many degrees Candace Owens has. I don't care how many shows she pop up on, how much money they give her. You're gonna have to realize that these black and brown people who are promoting white supremacy are bought and they're paid for. And they do not care about their own people. And just like what happened with Stacey Dash and she ended up with all this mess happening with her white husband, something terrible is going to happen with Candace Owens. Keep watching. So let's keep going. Generational and historical trauma is the foundation of the self-inflicted oppression CTSs might subject themselves to. It is only when we decide individually to discard from our subconscious mind the dysfunctional stories about the self. CTSs of all ethnicities will be free from self-oppression. So you have to dissociate. You have to stop believing the lies, which is what we've been trying to tell everybody. I don't care how many weirdos pop up on their televisions. Do not believe it. Do not receive it. Only see yourself being doing and having whatever it is you desire. And that's why these visualization videos that we created for our paid members are so powerful because they can watch this every single day over and over and over again and see themselves as beautiful, see themselves as wealthy, see themselves as healthy, see themselves at the weight that they want to be, see themselves living the life that they desire. And it is not going to take long for this stuff to manifest in your reality. You're going to see what I'm saying is the truth. Now, knowing where my self-oppression began and how it affected my overall personhood, it was important to also be cognizant of the solutions. How do I and other CTSs, especially the BIPOC survivors, completely break the bond with oppression? Well, to do so, this is what you must do. Number one, acknowledge that we are capable of being our own oppressor. That goes back to all of the little nasty, bought out people, the people who think they're conscious and they're not, the critics, the ones who are always the naysayers, the people who are laughing. Those types of people, they're trying to oppress you. Number two, hold ourselves accountable for oppressing others due to our own unhealed trauma. So once you figure out, hey, I'm a coon, I'm a sellout, I've been bought and paid for, <laughs> maybe it's time for you to become accountable and realize that what you're doing and saying is incorrect. And I remember old Stacey Dash popped up apologizing and people laughed at her when she did this but I thought it was beautiful because she realized where she was hurting people with what she was saying. Number three, be honest with ourselves about the power of the negative subconscious trauma stories that impact our perception of reality. So all these old terrible stories, there was a Anime, my children have started watching because they love anime. One of my daughters, she's taking Japanese and she's just obsessed with their culture. And so she found this anime, which is the first black samurai. 
In the very first episode, they had so many racist undertones. They told this man that his skin was dirty because he was black. They kept just saying terrible things to him because he was black. And she, I told her, I said, don't watch that show. I said, I don't care how many good reviews they got out there. I said, don't you watch it. Because if you keep watching that show, it's going to destroy your subconscious mind. Okay, so she stopped watching it and she went on to something else. And that's how you have to be. As adults, you have to think about what are these people saying to me? If they're insulting you, and I don't care if they're black as coal and got a gigantic afro and a dashiki, if they are insulting you and they're making you feel less than and they're talking down to you, do not follow them. Do not watch them. Find somebody that's going to make you feel good about yourself because where the mind goes is what's going to happen with your reality. Okay, number four. Recognize the negative stories told to us are a product of someone else's unhealed generational and historical trauma. So a lot of times, auntie, grandma, mama, all these people will come to you and they'll start dumping on you. I remember I had a cousin tell me, girl, you know life's going to be hard for us because we double minorities. We women and we black. And I told her, no, life's going to be hard for you. Life ain't going to be hard for me. You cannot buy into that. People will start dumping on you because they feel bad about themselves. Number five, internalize the fact we possess the power to rewrite our own life story. That's what we're doing with these visualization videos. We're writing our own story. My daughter came to me last night, and I shared this with our private group, and she saw one of our members in the video. And she said, that's what he looks like? Oh my goodness, I'm so shocked. He's an ancient warrior? Tell me, he seemed like such a nice guy. He sent so many nice toys and things over. I thought he was probably just a really nice, you know, quiet guy. I can't believe that he's an ancient warrior. <laughs> and I told her, I said, you know, we start talking about reincarnation and things like that. But basically what we're doing is we're rewriting our own life stories with these videos. So the videos that I'm going to be sharing on TikTok and on different platforms, we're showing you an aspect of ourselves that many people never even knew existed. Many other participants never knew existed. So they're going to see aspects of themselves, their higher selves, in these characters. And that's exactly what you need to do. You need to dream your own dream. And that's what we're set up to help you do. Number six, believe you're worthy of an existence without inflicting unnecessary pain and suffering for personal and spiritual elevation. Now this is a very powerful one as well. I was thinking about a lot of our Christians, okay, and again, I told you guys before, many of my uncles have their own churches, I got a brother-in-law who has his own church, and a lot of these Christians, you know, they got good hearts, but they don't understand the history behind Christianity. They don't understand about the Crusades, how they went in killing and maiming the indigenous people, how many of their ancestors were tortured, beaten into submission. And the only reason why they're Christians today is because of this, this abuse. Now, when you have that level of abuse, 
There's a level of psychosis that follows it. The people who came to these foreign lands, these pilgrims, they thought they were better than everybody else. They thought that they had the only true God. They thought everybody that they encountered was savages. And if you look at the Christians in these churches, especially the ones that are truly devoted Christians, many of them have the exact same spirit. When they come across their family members who are not Christians, oh, he going to hell. They're very judgmental. They're always looking cross-eyed at something. They're quick to try to judge you. Again, all that comes from the spirit that founded that religion. So that's what this brother means right here when he says, do not inflict unnecessary pain and suffering for your spiritual elevation. Nobody has a heaven or hell to put you in. Heaven and hell is a state of consciousness, and we've explained this before as well in videos. So, you have to put yourself in a place of peace. And your peace should not be predicated on what your family members are doing or not doing. You shouldn't be gossiping and backbiting and doing all types of telling lies, causing problems in the family to make you sleep better at night. If you are, then you have a lot of emotional trauma that needs to be healed. Unlearning self-oppression is an assignment that's going to take years to unravel. Considering the substantial amount of trauma I shoveled through to reach this point in my personal history, but after all the insight I discovered on my healing journey, after being reintroduced to my innate power in divinity, I am worth some of the peace I established at the end of the day. And that fact in itself is a step towards liberation. I'm gonna put a link to this article in the description box, but this was just so powerful. And I went, I read it to Asar, we talked about it, I shared it in the groups, and I just had to go over this on the podcast because this was just extremely powerful. And I told him, I said, I remember when we were on YouTube and I put an ad out there about spiritual counseling and nobody signed up. I could not understand why these people weren't signing up. I said, okay, we got the information for relationships that goes into your Kama Sutra and all of those good things. And we got healing, we got a natural health center that can give these people medical advice and medicine man, herbal remedies, which is what everybody needs. Help people lose weight, prolong their lives. You know, help with all types of issues we can help with. Nobody will sign up. So Spirit told me, the problem here is that many of your people do not want to admit that they have mental illness. You're going to have to repackage it. You're going to have to change it. So I changed it and called it a mystery school. So the exact same information that I had already created, all I did was call it a mystery school and I changed the names and I put initiate and all this stuff. The very day that I put the ad out, five people signed up and I could not believe it. And I said, okay, I see what's going on here. They just do not want to admit that there's a problem because we've been brainwashed to believe that if you go for counseling, if you go for help, something's wrong with you and you're weak. When in reality, that is not true. The strong person is the person that goes for healing. The strong person is the one who has the discipline to do the detoxes. The strong person is the one that can admit 
when they have shortcomings, when they have failures, that they're not perfect, that's a strong person. So my people who are listening to me right now, under the sound of my voice, if you need help, if you need healing, if you're dealing with unresolved issues, if you can't see yourself working for a black business, if you don't want to take advice from someone who looks like you, if you refuse to patronize black people, you don't think that their services are worth what they're charging, you have some unresolved issues and you need assistance. And that's what we're here for. We've now changed it over to life coaching because that's really what we're providing. All of our members are getting life coaching. They're getting help with their physical bodies, their minds, and their souls. That's what we're here for. And we invite you to visit the website, www.thegoldenrace.org. We're running a promotion through the rest of the month for June to help you guys afford to get in there. So you need to check that out. Get the help you need. We will never get back to the point that we used to be at until we all admit something is wrong and we need assistance. And we don't need assistance from anybody else but ourselves. We need healing. We need help. We need intervention. And that's what we're offering you. Okay, a chance to change your life for the better. The best radio station in the world in the world is right here, right now. The Golden Race, conscious radio for the conscious community.